Good evening and welcome to tonight's edition of This One Life, Stories That Shape You. I'm Sharon Witt and I'm absolutely thrilled to be chatting this evening with Hall of Famers, Order of Australia medal recipients, musicians, songwriters, fathers, husbands and all around nice guys, brothers Andrew and Mike Tierney. Welcome guys. Hey Sharon. Hey Andrew. Hello, how are you doing? Good. Greetings from one lockdown to another. It's crazy. I know. I mean, it's, it's, it's Australia now. How many cities in lockdown? Um, if it's Sunday night, it's going to be three, three states in lockdown now? I think as of tonight, there are half, half of, yeah, it feels like half of Australia is in lockdown. Wow. It's wild. Wild <laughs> times. <laughs> it sure is. And I'm really annoyed at the moment because I have two tickets to come and see you guys in regional Victoria. And um, right now, it just feels like everything, not only the music industry, but it feels like everything is on hold. How are you guys holding up, generally? Well, we, um, it's, it's, it's really strange. I mean, we spent a lot of last year, I mean, we're obviously living over in the States last year, so we spent a lot of that in lockdown as well. I think when Australia, you know, missed, I mean, they went into lockdown for a little, and Melbourne obviously was in lockdown for longer, but there was just a lot of time in lockdown last year and so we thought getting to this year you know and coming out to Australia and touring that we, we would really get you know just some of that it felt, felt like you know it's just it's the, the worst is behind us you know I think that's what everyone felt probably at the beginning of this year and now it's just we find ourselves in this position where you know we're we're back in lockdown and there's more people in lockdown than there were before so it's just yeah you wonder when it's going to end and and just um, how long it's all going to continue to 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 be out of control? It's it's crazy. Yeah, and the regional tour is on. It's really on hold right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean we're disappointed um, personally and for our fans as well. Like you say, you know, you're holding two tickets to a regional show of ours. People have got tickets to our theatre show. Um, you know that we're put. We're actually having to postpone more shows than we'll probably have done this year. Just and just never saw this coming. And I, I mean, I feel for us. I feel for other businesses that are hurting as well. You know, but it's. Um, I mean, it has to be said. I think the entertainment industry of all industries, there'd be few hurting more than the entertainment industry because we we have to work across borders and and work with people gathering to hear music. And that's the one thing that seems to get stopped straight away and the last thing to come back. So, oh, it's, it's a, you know, it sounds like a woe is me story, but it's, um, it's been tough for us and it's kind of, it is tough for us. Just on that side, our families are healthy, so that, that's a blessing. Yeah. But um, career-wise, it's a, it's a real challenge. Yeah, and I absolutely do. I, I understand what you're saying because I really feel like the entertainment industry has, has really been overlooked I, like especially with government support and all that assistance, I feel like it's almost been, you know, the thing that people think, oh, that's not really, they forget, I think, that it affects human beings, families, livelihoods. Yeah, I think, I mean, there was a good, good. Um, I think it was a vaccination ad recently. I think it was from, from the Melbourne Arts and it was all the different, it was from the, the opera company and the sym symphony orchestra and all these. And I think that probably brought it home more than anything for people. It's like, I, I think people do really, you know, they, they look forward to those moments in the, their lives where they go to the theatre or they go and watch a, a musical or they go and, you know, experience some live music. And I think that's, um, I think that's slowly it become more, 
you know, important for people and they've realised how much they've missed it. I mean, we felt that going out and doing these shows that we, we got to do um, over the last few months, we just felt there was a great energy from everyone who'd come out to see the shows and just that they were really loving um, mm. that opportunity to come and see live music again. So, yeah, we just hopefully it. it'll, it'll be... Uh, for, our, for our own mental health and wellness. We've needed these shows. We've needed to get out and experience community again. Yeah, I think it's um, it's it's weird when you when you're isolated so much. I think you, you do miss that just it, being around other people, you know, and just enjoying something together. I think there's there's something special about that, and this you can't get it in other in any other way. You know, you can't get that feeling of you know being in a crowd and and all singing along to something or all you know just enjoying something together. That's a, it's a unique thing to live live music and, and live shows. So it's um, hopefully we can get back there, get back there soon. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I follow your manager um, and on Facebook and she said something the other day about just how tough it's been. And, and I, the suggest, I made a suggestion and I don't even know if this is possible, but, you know, um, of actually putting together a show that is, is done online. So remotely people who hold tickets can actually tune in and watch a show that is done in a studio or something. I don't know. Sometimes there might be options. I don't know. It's just, I just know for myself personally, I would want to donate my ticket to, to you guys just to support the artists that are doing it really tough. Even if you can't get out to the regional shows, I would want there to be a way that we can still support you guys and, and still be able to see you. I mean, I appreciate that. And people with a heart like yours, Sharon, to, to, to do that is, is awesome. We, we even thought, though, last year, there's so much um, online that's free. <laughs> and yeah. people, and, you know, just to find a, a model that works where it actually, because it would still cost to do a show like that. And if people do, um, you know, we're, we're spoiled for what we get free online. You know, yeah. you, you can basically log onto YouTube and can you, you can watch Coldplay or you can watch... Billy Joel, any any area of music, and you don't have to pay for it. So I, I guess there's that. There is a, an issue there that when you do open yourselves up to say we're going to do an online concert, um, what it would cost us to put it on? Yeah. Would people? Yes, people would want to give back, but you know, there's that hesitation. Oh, I, I, I don't want to pay thirty dollars to watch someone online. I'd prefer, I'll, no. I'll pay you too. <laughs> you know, I, I think you underestimate how much um, the the people that love you guys. Um, would support you and would support, you know, our industry. I, I would love to see our collective country supporting you guys. Anyway, enough about COVID because, um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, your brothers, which is which is pretty cool. Um, and fun fact, which I just think is is awesome, but you both married sisters. Is that not correct? I know it's not an exclusive, but you married sisters. That is true. That is very true. Yeah, well, it's actually, um, well, I met my wife who was my girlfriend I met her in in high school we were high school sweethearts and then I think it was up through that Andrew met um my wife's name's Andrea so met her sister um but they got they actually got married first they got married before we did but um you know we we just uh, it's actually nice having the you know the one set of in-laws we all get on very well together and you know I think particularly when we moved overseas it was really nice that that the our wives who, who are sisters had each other there, you know, to, I think that was probably added a bit of having that family um, side of things there, there when you move to another country and you're starting from scratch, that was, 
I think there was some comfort in that for sure. But yeah, we're lucky that we all, I mean, I think we're very lucky we all get on so well because I think there's a lot of siblings that, that don't get on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so I think that's a, a big thing that we're, you know, that, that really helps us. And, and our, both our daughters, uh, you know, they get on and they get on like so well and play together and very cute together. So it's they're pretty um, much like yeah. sisters, aren't they? They're just like little sisters. They're beautiful. They are, yeah. Well, they call they're called double cousins. Yeah, I'd never heard of that term before, but yeah, it's when when two when brothers or you know siblings marry siblings and then so double cousins. They're pretty chuffed te- about that term. And technically, Mike Andrew is your brother-in-law as well as your brother. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, a bit weird. <laughs> no, and I remember Andrew telling me um, recently that your parents, both sets of parents, have the same wedding anniversary. Yes. Yes. It's bizarre. They were married um, February 12th, the same year. They had no idea, but literally the same year, same day, just, just by, pure, by pure coincidence. The, so um, it's, um, the odds of your family, yeah. how it is, is just like, must be like a, a billion to one or something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. When you, when, when you add that in there and then actually our parents, my, um, my, my mum and dad, they're actually really good friends with the girls, mum and dad. Even when we're not there, they kind of get together for events and just celebrate together and so you know once again let's get back to lockdown it's a great thing to talk about um but (laughs) now they don't get to see they don't get to see their grandkids because of this lockdown so Uh, Uh, but anyway it's great all right before i get into the start of um human nature um and people can't see this because we're actually recording via zoom but andrew is currently looking out the window of a beautiful sunny sunday in uh, a sunny, sunny day and i'm in melbourne doom and gloom but um, it's great that we've got this technology to be able to do this. I've got 10 rapid fire questions and you can interrupt each other if you need to, okay? Um, before we go to okay. the break, we've got, um, we've got two minutes before we go to our ad break and I'm going to fire these questions at you. And one of them you've already answered, but that's fine. You just froze. You ready? Did I, I freeze? Did I? Well, that's fine. It's, the Zoom um, is fine, but um, you can hear us. All right, here we go. Question yep. one, who is messiest? Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> oh, well done. One for one. Who has the worst habit and what is it? Oh, worst habit. Yeah. Like, oh, let me think. Picking your nose, no, that's probably not bad. Um, just a bad habit, interrupting. Uh, I, I've, I've got foot in mouth disease, which is like yeah. <laughs> putting my foot in my mouth at the wrong time. <laughs> at least it's not talking that's a bad habit. like me. <laughs> you answer this. Who got married first? Andrew and his wife Heather. Yes. And were you each other's best men? Best man. Yes, we were. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Who's the favourite son? <laughs> oh. Um, maybe Mike. He could do no wrong. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. No, I think I think we should probably take turns. I think you're probably right. There's probably, yeah, because no one will ever say Mo- who their favourite child is. <laughs> There's probably moments where we've, yeah, taken, yeah, taken the crown. I think that's right in any family. Okay, who's more competitive, Andrew or Mike? I think Andrew's probably more competitive. Maybe, maybe. Okay, who's taller? That's mean. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> who's grumpiest? Grumpiest? Yeah, who gets grumpiest? Um, I, I, I can't imagine either I, of you being grumpy, to be honest. 
Yeah, I don't think either of us are quite no. particularly kind of moody people. No. I mean, yeah, we both get, you know, ticked off for different things, but yeah, in general, I think we're... I think you're you know, both not... pretty happy guys. Okay, who's more talented? Who would you say is more talented <laughs> out of the both of you? <laughs> oh, I think we've got, a, we've got both got our strengths. Yeah. Um, but I mean... Andrew's, more, Andrew's, Andrew's a bit of better talent on the piano and musically, you know, that, that way. But, yeah, I know, we, yeah, we have different, as Andrew said, different strengths in different areas, I guess. Okay, question nine. Who can sing the highest note and prove it? <laughs> used to be used to be me, but I think it's probably Mike now. Oh, what was that? That was very high. No, it's Mike. He can do it. <laughs> okay. And who's the funniest out of both of you? I think people funniest. often say Mike is. But, I think it's Mike. Um, yeah, Mike's got this natural kind of goofiness that people find funny well i know in concerts the concerts <laughs> that i've seen mike in the funniest one was him coming out in maracas doing coca cabana oh and, yes and <laughs> that was years ago but I, that was the funniest i always looked forward to that <laughs> we love looking back at photos of that i think oh. we when we were cleaning up somewhere we found the jacket like we actually yeah made, we, we, you know, we took the joke and kept running with it it's hysterical. It went well, so far. But yeah. Well, guys, stick Mike, with us. Mike. We'll be back after this break with Mike and Andrew Tierney. <laughs> 